What's going on, everybody? This is Steven. I'm here with Heath. It's finally here. This is the week college football begins. This is Monday, August 21st. You might be thinking, huh, oh, y'all a bunch of idiots. The real games don't start till next week. That is true. You know, the people that are listening, the Alabama fans, the Auburn fans, the LSU fans, those games don't start till next week. But this week, you know, who plays? Like Notre Dame, USC. US, oh, yeah, USC, so that's one of the real teams. But Vandy plays, Hawaii, Notre Dame, and Navy play. You know they're playing in Ireland? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, Heath, what do we got on the uh, schedule today? We're talking for the first segment. We're going to talk Alabama, and we're kind of making a little shift in the show. First segment, every episode, we're going Alabama. Everything Alabama football. We're going to go over the how fall practice has been going, the quarterback situation, what we think is going to happen there. And then for the second segment, we're going to come back. We're going to do conference realignment, and we're going to go over our college football playoff. Who we have in the college football playoff, our top four teams. We'll be back in just a second. All right. So, you're going to be – this is Steven, if you can't tell. No. You're going to be listening to my voice a lot more tonight. Sorry for everyone. You know, he's a little sinusy. A little under the weather, yeah, a little, a little sinus infection. But I forgot to say this. If you're new to the show, we talk everything college football – NFL, NFL more later in the year. But if you don't follow the show, share it to any fan, college football fan, Alabama football fan, yeah. SEC football. We mainly focus on Alabama and SEC football. Go ahead. Yeah, but we try to hit it all. But, you know, there's so many great teams. Yeah, so many great teams. So many great teams. Bishop State. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But you know, before we get to the Alabama segment, we haven't done it in a while, a local shout-out. So this will be kind of a – Kind of a shout-out slash local spotlight. So last year, our local high school, Sarah High School, won the football state championship. You heard us interview some of their players. Um, We talked about how great of a team they are. You know, we interviewed Antonio Gibson, D. Lyman for Sarah We interviewed Myron Dunklin, wide receiver for Sarah Antonio Coleman. Antonio, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Antonio Coleman. We talked to so many different guys, it's hard to keep track. I'm sorry, Antonio. Yeah, Antonio Coleman, great kid. Um, And then, you know, they have just star players. K.J. Lacey at quarterback committed to Texas. Ryan Williams, receiver, committed to Bama. Then they went out and got – it's it's funny saying went out and got this kid because they're in high school, but that's what – I guess that's what happened. Um, The number two wide receiver in Mississippi? Yeah, four-star. Four star came to Sarah Lamb. They are hosting. Are you going to be at the game? No, I'm not. No. Oh, you won't be able to. Yeah, we won't be able to make it. I won't. I'll be out of town. Unfortunately, won't be able to make it. But um, Sarah Lamb is hosting. Is it Lips Lipscomb? Yep, Lipscomb, number 19th team in the country. In the country, oh. high school. And this isn't just like some big game. Like ESPN is going to broadcast this yeah. game to the country. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be on ESPN. I got some insider information. Insider. Talked to the Pat uh, Saraland's pass game coordinator yesterday, and he said, "Listen, they're very good. They just played IMG last week. IMG beat them pretty handily, but he said IMG's ridiculous. He said they got like in, like guys that are going to play in the NFL on their line of scrimmage. But he said he feels like they they match up well. He said the kid that transferred from Mississippi has just fit right in. He's definitely going to play. He's just connected with KJ very well. He said." He feel like the talent level on the outside match up well. He said the game will be won on the line of scrimmage, just like most games are. So, I'm excited to see it. I hope Sarah Lynn wins, man. This will be a huge 
ESPN on Friday night, first week of high school football, to be down here in Mobile, highlighting the talent we got. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Y'all, y'all watch it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's going to be. I'm going to be watching it for sure. Um, I mean, you just think we went to Saraline Theodore last year, and that oh, was yeah. had several thousand people there. Can't imagine how many people. If you're going, if you're listening, if you're going, you probably want to get there early because I'm. It's probably going to be a huge crowd. Like I said, broadcasted nationwide. Gonna be exciting for sure. So let's just go ahead and jump into some Alabama football, Alabama um, fall practice. What's going on with them? Um, there's been a lot of a lot of information, kind of yeah, a lot, a whole yeah, lot of information coming out from different different sources. Some of it kind of contradicting. Crazy. Yeah, and I know me and you have talked about it. It's crazy because they're the major sites. You got on three twenty four seven rivals dot com. And this second scrimmage they just had Saturday, every single site said something different about the quarterbacks. One rival said Ty Simpson was the best. 24-7 said Jay, or, uh, Tyler Buckner looked the best. And then on three said Jalen Milrow and the freshman, Lonergan. We'll get into him in a little bit. So I, think, best, uh, so. I think Saban's in cahoots with all these player, people, and he's like, hey, I don't know. I'm going to pay you a little bit of money on the side. You put out – y'all going to all put out contradicting reports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably I, not. Know, but I really real, though, think it is interesting, and I think a lot of it may have to do. with A lot of people have preconceived notions, and I really think, and this one's something I want to talk about. I think a lot of people had in their head, even some of the coaches for Alabama, that Ty Simpson. They wanted Ty Simpson to be the quarterback. Yeah, and I don't think that he has shown either in fall camp or I don't know what it is. He's not showing what they want to see. And Jalen Miller, I'm not saying he's great. I'm not saying anything. But clearly, he's, by all the reports, he's been the best quarterback. You know, I think the guys. I would expect res- him to be. I think the guys will not like him more. I just think he's been there as long as he's got the best relationships. And I think that's why you see these conflicting reports. People see what they want to see. You got five guys sitting there watching the game, and everybody's taking something different away. I think a lot of that's going on. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I know both of us want Milrow to start, and you know we did a video about this, and people were like, "Why would you want Milrow to start? Did you watch the?" And I'm like, "Yeah, did you watch?" You know, I didn't think he, I know people. Were like, oh, he was terrible versus a I didn't think he was that terrible. Again, I don't. I've said it before. I don't think Bill O'Brien did a lot to help him out. Um, and I understand, you know, the fumbles in the pocket that can be taught. You know, just keep both hands on the ball. Um, but anyway, like a lot of people were like, why would you want Milrow to start? I'm not saying, and we're not saying that if Ty Simpson is the clear, better quarterback that gives Bama the best chance to win, we still want Milrow to start. We're saying we want Milrow to win the job, yeah. which would mean that he's the best quarterback. Um, and I think, you know, kind of, I guess, jumping up. I don't want to talk me, too much about Middle Tennessee, but I wonder how many quarterbacks are going to play meaningful snaps. Boom, you, you just read my mind. I was fixing to ask you. There's a lot of different sites saying who the better guy is, but there's one thing that they're all saying. There is four guys taking reps with the first team and the second team. So, first and second team is pretty – because whatever. There's four guys, Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, Buckner, and the true freshman Lonergan. Yeah. Do you think this far into camp, pretty much every school in the country has their quarterback? Alabama's down to four. Do you think it is good, 
Or do you think this is total media just like blown out of proportions? I, I mean, if it's actually happening, I don't think it's good. Because how can you have four guys? Because that just means you're taking meaningful reps from the people. Because, you know, like one recite was reporting uh, Buckner's basically he's not going to win the job. It's all between Simpson and Milrow now. Well, if that's true, then why are all four of them taking first-team reps and second-team reps? If it's only between Milrow and Simpson right now, they both should be getting first- and second-team reps, I would think. I agree, and Again, the, the other two know, can run scout. We're not making a ton of money, but that would just make sense to me. And I'm also thinking, you know, in the game – And they're not they're not Bryce it, – they're not Bryce Young. Yeah. Like, if this was Bryce Young was back, you already know what Bryce can do, so he doesn't have to take all the reps. These guys need as much reps as they can possibly get. Yeah, and that's my thing is, like, people are talking about how bad Jalen is. I understand he's not the best passer. Let me ask you this. Jalen Milrow mm-hmm. versus Jalen Hurts is the true freshman. Who's better overall? Well, I mean, I I think they're about the same. I think Jalen Milrow. Yeah, I think I think, I think Milrow, his run ability is way better than Jalen Hurts. I think I think Milrow's better. I mean, I'm not saying phenomenally, but I think he's a little bit better passer yeah, than I Hurts mean, was as a true him, freshman. Now, Hurts had Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. It's that simple. It's that simple. So, but I'm just curious as to how many quarterbacks are going to play. Because here's the thing, and I'm curious as to is it going to be. Do they have a set number of series? I don't mm. think you can have a set number of series. I think you have no. to judge it based off of who's hot. Because if Milrow, let's say, you say, okay, we want you to play three series, they want to switch it to tie. Well, if Milrow's on fire and killing it, you don't want to just – why would you take him out? Let him keep going. Or if he has two terrible series, you don't want to put him in for a third. Is it so, the Blake Barnett, Jalen Hurts? Blake Barnett yeah. played, what, one or two series, put Jalen Hurts in, he caught fire, never looked back. And I think even if – Let's say they're beating Middle Tennessee 40 to nothing at halftime. I think you still have to continue getting Milrow and Simpson reps like it's a close game. You know, don't just put them in there to just hand it off. Yeah. They got to get game reps. I mean, it may be a, it's against a lesser opponent than you'll face the week after in Texas. But, and then, you know, moving on to the, the wide receivers, the reports oh we've heard God. about that, it's bad enough. And I say bad enough. You know, you're going to have an unexperienced quarterback starting this year. At any point this year, unexperienced. Even if it's Buckner, I don't consider him to be experienced. Unexperienced yeah, quarterback. For sure. So your receivers have got to step up. All the reports from both scrimmages, from fall practice, and I even read one today. I think it was uh, Tim Watts on Bama mm-hmm. Insider mm-hmm. that he thinks Saban is just being – Saban said there's been some issues, but he's not – he's being nice in how he's saying it that it's actually been worse than the way Saban is making it because he didn't want to hurt their confidence. Yes, so Saban was very harsh after the first scrimmage talking about excuse me, the job of a receiver is to catch the ball. Second scrimmage, he says they did a better job. There is reports that they were absolutely terrible. A bunch of drops. A reporter, he posted that there was a ton of drops, and apparently, this is what he says, a coach came up to him and was like, yo, like, cut it out, like, Take it easy, like quit reporting. I saw. I did. I send that to you. Uh, uh-uh, I didn't see that. I should have sent it to you. He was at the second scrimmage, and so not good. And listen, I put on one of these sites that I think Benson's gonna should be receiver one, wide receiver one. Man, there's some Jermaine Burton lovers out there, and it blows my mind. 
hopefully the guy's improved. He he comes out, you know, earlier in fall camp and said the only thing he cares about is winning. Well, that, that that's that's a shocker because <laughs> it's just surprising. That's just never been his game. Maybe he's changed. Something has to change. I don't know who the guy is. I don't know if there's an alpha receiver. To me, to win, to be Georgia, you have to have an alpha receiver. Yeah. To beat or to beat them, to beat LSU that's on your schedule, to beat Tennessee that's on your schedule. Um I don't think I told you the two years in a row, man. I don't think Burton, Brooks, or Bond, great good receivers, I think. I don't think any of them are true, like a true number one receiver. Um I think and, you throw a Smitty or a Waddle or something with this group, and they can be the one. Those other guys could be a nice Slade Bolton. Yeah, I, I don't think that. I think they're no. I mean, a just a solid, a, consistent receiver. Um, I think Brooks is more of a one than Bonder Burton. I think, I think Brooks is more. And I'm not saying he is a one, more of a one. But you know, as deep as this receiver class is, or you know, everybody talks about this is could be an extremely talented group of receivers, very deep group. If Burton gets in there and is dropping passes, put him on a bench. Put Benson in. If whoever, wow. Prentice, yeah, you know, they should be rotating these, these cats. other guys. Yeah. They have, they could go what six, seven, maybe eight well, deep. Yeah. And now it also comes down to chemistry with the quarterback, but it's like, hey, I mean, if they're dropping passes, just get them out of there. And like last year, it's not even just the dropping passes; it's the what? It's the freaking getting open. Yeah, getting separation. I mean, my God, it's not complicated. Who, uh, apparently, Malik Benson. Yeah. Has the JMO type speed that can do that. So did Tyler Harrell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's but, back in mind. I mean, there's a lot of concerns, but I will say last year, excuse me, there wasn't as many concerns because everybody coming back. But yeah, oh look, man, we were, look, we're look what happened. High, yeah. Look what happened. Everybody was riding high, but you know, but look what happened. So there are concerns, but maybe this team figures it out and is way more hungry. And if, this, if you're new to the show, me and Steven are diehard Alabama fans. And I've had people tell me that I'm hating on Alabama recently. I'm really not. Last year, <laughs> We my want them God, to win every single game. My God. Last year, I was so sold on that team. Last year, I thought they were going undefeated and winning the natty. So, I'm taking a different approach this year. We're trying I'm to being all- more pessimistic. Pesta? Pessimistic. Pessimistic. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Speech impediment, really? I'm just kidding. Here we go. You know it's what I mean. It's the sinuses. Yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. You know what I meant? I'm doing a psychological approach. But let's go to our next point. Also, offensive we, line. We try to be realistic. Real. Right. Yeah, offensive line. Greg Miffin. If, yeah, if this is if this is, you know, whoever they play at quarterback, and if the receivers are struggling, the offensive line, whether it's pass blocking or rushing, has got to step up. Now, Greg McElroy seems, you know, former Alabama quarterback, national championship winning quarterback at Alabama, was a two year starter. He knows something about great offensive lines because they had it when he was there. He is extremely, extremely sold on this offensive line. And I don't even think they have it set in stone who the starters are yet, but just based on the guys that's in the, you know, there's five offensive linemen started based on the probably realistically six guys that could start. I think Proctor and Ferguson or Ferguson. Proctor and no, another guy. Are Proctor ba- and Pritchard. Pritchard are, Pritchett are battling for the tackle. For the tackle. Ferguson and Dalcor. Yeah, that's right. But he is extremely sold on this offensive line and said it could be one of the best they've had in years. If that is true, that makes me feel a little bit better. But I've got to see it first. 
Now, they'll have experience because four, potentially if Dalcourt starts, four of the five starters will be very experienced. Booker will be the youngest one. He started off and on last year with Cohen. Granted, Dalcourt was a center. So yeah, it's a little different. But um, I like McLaughlin at center. I know he's a little undersized, but he kind of reminds me of um, what's that guy's Ryan name? Ryan Kelly, not Ryan Kelly. Vallejo, Vallejo. You remember Vallejo at center? Was that his name? Undersized, but very you know technical savvy. But hopefully, this offensive line just dominates. You know Tyler Booker and Latham. They we want to make people quit. Okay, that's good to say and be do a little, bit a little intimidating. Let's see you do it. And you're gonna have a chance to do it first game, but especially with Texas coming to town. Yep. I'm I'm freaking pumped. I'm excited. Let's talk a little bit about defense before we move on. Uh defense, hearing really good things. Caleb Downs, freaking stud. I'm you know, that's what we're yeah, hearing. That's the, what I'm the main thinking. thing I'm hearing is so much versatility in the secondary. In the secondary. Yeah. yeah. And I, like I sent you today, <clears throat> there's a bunch of different moves they can make. To me, it comes down to the defensive line. Uh, Oates, Otis, Oates, 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 Otis, Stud, Abugier, uh, uh, yeah, Abugier. he's a Justin Abugier. Yeah, he is a you hear great things from them too. Yeah, Tim Smith, Saban still says just inconsistent. Dude, get it together, man. Yeah. They took a hit to their depth when Burroughs decided to hit a coach and leave. <laughs> yeah, so maybe <laughs> somebody hit this coach and I'm going to leave so I don't get punished. Maybe some of the freshmen coming in can play because. Really, you do need some depth there because injuries do happen. And, yeah. yeah. I feel good about our linebackers, Lawson, um, Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell. They'll be solid. It depends on who will be beside Lawson. I'm thinking it's Marshall, kid from Georgia. Yeah. The transfer from Georgia, it, it it scares me a little bit what that it, like, he didn't play at all at Georgia. I mean, yeah, I mean he, he really like, didn't play none. It wasn't like he was a true freshman. I mean, didn't people, play and then he, left. He was there know. for, yeah, he what, was three, a, three years? Four yeah, years? people show the highlights and – He's making big plays, but they're winning like 50 to nothing. So, I'm like, you know, you're not yeah. going to start. So, it is concerning. But you hear great things about him that he's a he's a thumper. He, yeah. and they he reminds just, me of the Reuben Foster. Yeah, they might have just had the guys that were in front of him were just so much better. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he, but it's like maybe he dominates psychology, but it's like Dick Buckus Award. It's like the dudes are so much better in front of him. So, he's coming to your school. So, that means their guys are so much better than our guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He might, yeah, okay. you know, but it also, you know, look at J-Mo didn't do hardly anything the year before at Ohio State. Then yeah, but I mean, and dominates. he had Chris Olave, yeah. Garrett Wilson in front of him, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Look at those cats. I mean, they're all first-round picks and stuff. So, it's not like they were scrubs. Yeah. So. yeah. But um, I, I, I'm just, I'm pumped. I'm freaking pumped. We got more next week. We're, we're diving into the Middle Tennessee game. The actual week one. This is week zero. What is that? What a joke. We're excited. Yeah. So, so Notre Dame plays Navy in Ireland. Vandy yeah, plays USC. Hawaii. USC plays San Jose. High school team. Yeah. Uh, San Jose, yeah. So, I'm excited. I know y'all are excited. I'm freaking pumped. But that's it for this segment. We're going to just take a quick break, come back, talk a little conference realignment and our thoughts on that. And then at the end, give our college football playoff teams. All right, everybody, we are back. We're going to talk a little conference realignment. There's been a lot going on, team moving from conference to conferences. 
Uh, I don't think a conference has technically been like just done away with yet. It's getting close. Very close. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> Very close. You have USC, um, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, UCLA, all moving to the Big, Big Ten. Ten. Obviously, that we've already known about this. Oklahoma, Texas coming to the SEC. Arizona, Arizona State. Shout out Murph. Colorado and Utah heading to the Big Twelve. Yeah, so it's all for money. Yeah. But what what are your thoughts on moving? It's not just football that this it, is yeah. affecting. I hate it. And if you we're we we're football fans, we talk football. But looking at it from a, like the the big view, it's terrible for the other sports. Man, football plays once a week, and the travel is okay. Football makes the money. These other sports that play multiple games a week, it's terrible, man. Think about the kids. They're supposed to be students. You know, you say you don't want to pay them because they're students, but then you you don't want to treat them like students. You want to treat them like uh, professional athletes. You know, you're doing stuff for money. You get mad at the kids for doing stuff for money, but then you turn around and do it for money. It's a little double standard. I hate it. I hate it. I mean – yeah, I don't want to repeat everything, but basically, I'm right there with you. It's all for money. It's 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 just going to be very hard for the student athlete and coaches. And I mean, I know they're doing it for a living, but still, they don't have. Where's all this money coming from for these for travel? Where's it's just crazy. You think about all this traveling that's going to be done, and they're still student athletes. They're still in college, yeah. so. I don't I don't know what to make of. I don't know what's gonna become of college sports. It's already a mess with the NIL and portal and all that stuff, so do not like it at all. At all. But let's get to our college football playoff teams. Yeah, and in, in honor PSA, of if you're listening, me and Steven, we're gonna say it again. We are diehard Alabama fans. <laughs> Please do not tell us that we're hating. This is a preemptive into uh, who our playoff teams are. I should tell you something. But in honor of facts college, over feelings, boys. Yes, facts over feelings. Yes, Con- uh, in honor of college football starting this week, we will give our preseason college football playoff. I like teams. that preseason. We uh, may change it in the middle of the yeah. season. I we had Utah last pre-season. year. Look at me. Yeah, and they lost the first game to Florida. God, and then Florida was terrible. So we give our preseason. We might give our midseason. And then there's no reason to give end of season because yeah. you have it. But I'm hoping these change because yeah. I'll go ahead and say it. Alabama's not in my top four. This is based on. Are we giving seeds? Let's give seeds. Okay, we'll give seeds. But Alabama's <laughs> not in my top four. This is based on not what I've seen because I haven't seen anything. You know, 8 day game, you don't get much from 8 day game. This is just based on lack of experience on the offensive side of the ball and how well some other teams are or how good some other teams are. So I'm going number one seed. I'll go to number four. Let's number four. four seed. I have Clemson okay. in there. I think they get back on track. So Adam, Clemson at four. Number four. Number four for me, I have Ohio State. At number four, just like last year, I think Ohio State will slip up. I think they potentially could lose to Notre Dame, potentially to Penn State. But I think they beat Michigan. I think they beat Wisconsin. And they beat the championship. 
They have the best two receivers in the country. That's going for him. This quarterback, I think it's going to be Brown who starts for them. You hear great things that he's going to be a freaking stud. Ohio State, number four. Go ahead and do number three. Yeah, number three. So, three for me, I'm going to go Clemson. I think people are not making a big enough deal about getting Garrett Riley. He's a great offensive mind. What he did with Max Duggan, and people don't know this, Max Duggan wasn't even the starter last year for TCU. He did not win the starting job for TCU. Their starter got hurt week one. Max Duggan was the backup. He brought him. A, he made him a Heisman Trophy finalist. He's a great offensive mind. Uh, Cade Clubin, Clemson's quarterback, good. Dabo's got going to get Clemson back on track. Clemson, I didn't. I had this wrote down. Their hardest three games of the year: Florida State, North Carolina, and there was another one. I'm blanking. Notre Dame, maybe. Something like that. Notre Dame, I think. Their three toughest game is at home. Clemson. At number three, I'm going USC. I think other than Oregon, I don't think anybody... Washington. Eh. What about my Utahs? I don't think the Utes... I don't think... I think Washington's getting a little bit too much hype. Um, I think Caleb Williams wins the Heisman for the second year in a row. Lincoln Riley's offense, I think they get back. I think Lincoln Riley gets back to the playoffs. Uh, first time taking USC to the playoffs at number three. Caleb Williams is phenomenal. They just got to get that defense kind of a little bit better. They don't have to be great because you have that offense just a little bit better. So I have them at three. Two. Uh, two, I have Ohio State. I just think. So I you have them going undefeated. Well, they're, well, they're at three now. They're preseason number three, which, I mean, preseason rankings don't yeah. mean anything. It's the college football playoff rankings. But I don't know if they're going to fit. I, I just think they're at two. I think um, they could slip up, but I think it doesn't matter who the – I mean, it matters. But I think they're talented enough. Their receivers are phenomenal. They're going to have a you know pretty good defense. So, Ohio State is my number two team. For me – Number two, I'm going to just go one first, and I'm going to come back to two for dramatic expense. Number one, Georgia, their their schedule is a joke. I mean, it shouldn't even be stated. One of the easiest schedules in the country. The only hard game is at Tennessee. I think they'll beat Tennessee. So, they'll be in the playoff. Even if they make it to the SEC Championship undefeated, they lose, they're still going to get in. My two seed is Texas. And I'm going to get hate for this. I'm big on Texas. They returning 10 of 11 starters. Steve Sarkeesian, great offensive mind. 10 of 11 on offense. 10 of 11 on offense, right. Their season is week two at Alabama. That that To me, that game will make and break both of those teams. Texas wins that game. If Texas wins that game, they could potentially lose another game somewhere and they'll still be safe. That's how big that game is. Alabama loses that game, not good for Bama. Because if they lose another game, give them two losses, just terrible. Texas at two. Yeah, I mean, I, you got Georgia I don't know. I had, yeah, I have Georgia's one. Like you said, their schedule is cake. No, they can't really help that. They had Oklahoma's schedule, but that got moved because they're moving to the SEC. So they can't really help their schedule, but it doesn't – I mean, you just play the schedule you have. But their schedule is cake other than, I think, Tennessee – might be a bump in the road, but I think they don't hardly break a sweat at all 
going into the SEC championship, and then they win that, and they're number one seed in the playoffs. Okay. So, who do you have winning the semifinals and then what in the championship? So, that would be Georgia versus Ohio State. No, no, no. Yours would be. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Georgia versus. Georgia versus Clemson. Clemson. So, I have Georgia winning that one, and then Ohio State. I think Ohio State, and I have a rematch of last year's. Semifinal. Okay. Ohio so, you State, have Georgia, Georgia and Ohio State. Yeah. So I have Ohio State and Georgia in semifinal. I have Ohio State beating Georgia. I think to beat Georgia, you got to have two doll receivers. That's what they got. They would have beat Georgia last year if Marv didn't get hurt. Sorry, Georgia fans. <laughs> but uh, same with J-Mo the year before. Sorry to break that to you. But, and then Clemson, Texas. Give me Texas. Setting up Ohio State, Texas. Drum roll. And this is just total preseason. You just have no clue. But I'm going to go. Ryan Day gets his first title. Ohio State beats Texas. I have Ohio State beating Georgia also, like you said. Whoa, look at that. We didn't even talk two, about that for real. No, yeah, because, you know, the two, they, like you said, I know injuries are part of the game. We're not we're not making excuses. We're not saying that. That's the only injury, way to beat Georgia. Injuries are a part of the game. But I do believe Marvin Harrison – Getting hurt changed that game. So, I think if they can be healthy, two great, great receivers, um, yeah, I think they can. Well, and here's the thing about it. The reason you got to have two great receivers, Kirby pretty much runs the same defense Saban does. you got to have two great receivers to beat it. And that, so, that's why I have Ohio State. I think they're loaded. Yeah, me too. I think uh, they're going to take it all the way. Tom, I'm so pumped, dude. Tom Brady's going to be the first quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I think. I think they're going to win it. 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 I think they're going to win Follow us, follow us, share it to anybody you know that loves Alabama football and college football. May have a rebranding coming soon. Well, no. Re, rebranding? Well, what, oh, rebranding. Yeah, we talked rebranding. about that. Yeah, we're not branding ourselves. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Until next week, man. See, See ya. ya.